0: Om Stapakaya Chidadmasya Sarvadharmasarupine Avatar of Arishtaya Ramakrishna Yate Namaha Om Jananim Shadadam Devim Ramakrishnam Jagatkurum Parapadmeta to your street path, Muhud Muhud Om Sara Shiva Samarambam Shankaracharya Madjamam Ashmarachara Prayantam Bande gurum Param Param. Omjayanti Mangala Kali Bhadra Kali Kapalini Durga kshama Shiva Datri swaha Swadha Namusviti Shri N I just closed my thing here. So two weeks ago we were we got half a verse only. I think three names or four. Shamunda Varahi Narashimhika. This is from verse nine and so we'll try to finish verse nine and maybe a little bit of verse ten. We'll see how <laughs> it goes. Need does I can organize my here. So we mentioned, we've mentioned that some of these names are in little clusters of names. The last cluster was a lot of names dealing with the um, the matrikas from the chandi. Like, for instance, uh, Varahi, Narasimha, Maheshwari, then there was Brahmi, there was um, uh, Chamunda, all these, these are names, a the cluster of names you have. I didn't quote the translations because we're working on. <laughs> there's no clean translation for any of these names. It, just, it doesn't just mean this. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Uh, and actually, it may have been God's arrangement that we stopped with Narashimhika and because now another set of names starts right there's a few names uh, they uh, uh, it gets a little uh, um, but one of the when you think of Kali you usually think of swords and and skulls and things like in skeletons so this is a name with lots of skulls and skeletons <coughs> so we'll start so the first uh, Vajrangi Vajrakankali Kali Nrimunda. Let me find out my eye, just make it bigger sh- Shrag Shragvini Shiva Vajrangi So we have, in uh, uh, Vajrangi, we have one of the, actually a similar name for Lord Hanuman Vajrangi, right, it's just a Hindi uh, way of pronouncing it, it Hindi way of pronouncing it, Vrajangi so the simple Vraja, uh, you can go like all the names, we start with the simple simple meaning and then go a little more esoteric. So Vraja, simple meaning Vraja means lightning or lightning bolt or thunderbolt, right? And Anga, oh, and Vraja also means uh, uh, diamond, has uh, both meanings. And Anga means limbs or so body, right? These are un- Angas. So Hanuman is called Vajrangi because his body is strong as, how do you say, diamond, diamond, my brain's <laughs> Today's not been a good brain day, so yeah, forgive me. I'll get going. Hopefully the caffeine will kick in. Uh, 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 uh so he's... and nothing stronger than... not lightning, diamonds. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, Mom. <laughs> Mom, give me, give me your blessing. Nothing stronger than diamonds, so it's like it shows that he's like super, super strong, right? And so, the simple meaning of this is Ma's body is as strong as lightning. You know, we can imagine what Ma's body is like if, if Hanuman's body is strong, is strong as lightning. I say it again <laughs> as diamond. Because the real, actually, the reason I'm saying because I've been thinking a lot about this name for today, and the primary meaning, actually, the spiritual meaning is lightning, not diamond. We have to start with that meaning. Uh, so, very, very strong um, uh, limbs. But, so, uh, <coughs> one of the qualities of lightning, of diamond, is that it's clear right and it's a uh, and diamond is is like um, condensed light right so the connection why the same name is there between a diamond and lightning you know you see lightning across the sky you can see like that would be captured somehow and intensified it's so, <coughs> so but as diamond so what is it about? as lightning it's not going to be like one of those days. As lightning, what does what it mean that her body is made, her limbs or her body is made of lightning? So this is refer like we've like there's many of the names we mentioned that have this kri sound into it. We were talking about that the kriya type, Kri, the different shaktis that Ma personifies. One of it is called is uh, vidyu shakti. Vidyu shakti means electrical, the energy, electrical energy, right? And so this is um, uh, and this is like a s- uh, the vidyu shakti of, of Devi, one of her shaktis, is. Uh, electrical of transformative electrical power right and so like the electricity we see in the material world that's just one aspect of it right but uh, and uh, one of the actually a lot of these names these names of Kali this little cluster of names are all also similar names of Chinnamasta. Of, uh, one of her names is is uh, Vraja one of her names is Raja Yogini Vraja Angini, you know these names like that, because she's also seen as like the, the uh, as as what what's another lightning that you can think in the body is Kundalini, this tremendous uh, lightning. Stri- uh, 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 when the Kundalini rises, described as almost like a striking of a lightning. you Can imagine that red hot uh, uh, um, blast of, of clear energy, clear illumination. So in in Chinnamasta iconography, that light as Rajayogini Raja it's like the, 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 uh, the sudden flash of perception, direct perception, right? And you see in Chinnamasta what happens, that flash of perception, which we interpret energetically mm-hmm. as a wake of Kundalini, or in meditation as a flash of direct perception, what happens to Chinnamasta? Right, her head <laughs> disappears, right? It's like, it, 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 it's, it's beyond the brain, beyond intellect, beyond anything. It's like this direct, direct perception. Sorry, I have to... So it's like that... Uh, 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 the, awakening the, the flash of Kundalini is seen as like the, the flash of perception and that flash of perception cuts everything, destroys it, burns everything. And I don't know if anybody here has been struck by lightning or seen a strike of lightning. I've kind of been struck by lightning, almost. <laughs> many years ago so it's very a couple times actually <laughs> one time more direct more use about a foot in front of me it's quite something you know it's like it's it's like there's nothing else. Luckily, it wasn't direct here, though. I may not be speaking to you, or I'd be speaking to you in a foreign language, perhaps a British accent mm. or something. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> recently something happened. Somebody ended up with <laughs> speaking in well a British accent, a- right. something like this. You know, it ha- it's happened. But it's not in the situation. But uh, 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 it's. But I can just that moment when you see. I mean, you even near a lightning strike, it's like, it's like, and so. Th- why is Kundalini Awakening, especially in seen as lightning? It's like, it's it's that's the closest you can get, it's like, full... Everything gets gets in a flash of white light, you know, direct, cuts through everything. Right? The next name, we'll flesh it out, Vraja Kankali. Vraja Kankali means, uh, Kankali means uh, um, uh, skeleton of bones. Right? We are actually thinking earlier that maybe Kankal, because this is where Sati, bones are, Maybe this is why Kunkul is. I don't know exactly, but Kankal near Hadwar, it may be named after that. You you brought that up, maybe it's a possibility. But Raja Kunkuli, so they have to think that means her bones are lightning. Or her? No, her bones are. Because there's also characters like um, Dadichi has Diamond. bones that are made of diamonds. So there's that's this term like this. So there's bones that are very strong, that they can hurt him in many stories. That's hmm? what made the lightning bolt, his bones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Indra's even lightning bolts come from, come from his bones, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to think. So there's reference to that, I mean, but but, but uh, of not lightning. I keep messing that up. Of diamond, uh, uh, but li- but as, as lightning. What does it mean that Ma has a, a skeleton of lightning, or her bones are made of lightning? Jai Ma, come over here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> come over here. Ugh. Sorry. Are you good there? Okay. Yes. Set. So if, if bones of light, so the, the symbolism that's given, I'm giving, I'm talking a little bit in circles, but I'm trying to, to put in words, uh, uh, commentary of yogis, right? That's not, that's, without just reading, I could just bring out old commentaries of yogis and try to interpret it, but um, if you look at like, a, like a, if a skeleton, I'm looking at this, this name here, where are we? What is it? 66. 66. Right, her skeleton made of... Of uh, 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 lightning. So, if you think of a skeleton, skeletons are big symbols in Kali worship. You know, and they're, they're bone, the skeletons, and law has, you know, there's cremation ground. There's all kinds of levels of, of meaning. But a skeleton is when the body when you strip the body, the flesh away. What's left? It's a, it's a it's a subs, it's a structure on which the body is built, right? And her last thing, her body. So, if that's made of electricity, that's made of lightning. If that's made of diamond, that's made of, of Kundalini. Right, uh, when the body is stripped away, what's left? Right, you know, it's like the, what's uh, 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 what's in the spine when the body is gone? When body consciousness is gone, what awakens? And these names, this cluster of names will show because the next soon, a name will be a severed head, a garland of skulls, and it's all about the removing of body consciousness. When body consciousness is, re- is removed, something happens. Right, there's a flash, lightning happens. You know. Um, Also you can also think that that, uh, this Vidya Chakti, this electrical current, this divine electrical current is also our nervous system, it's a product, not our nervous system, our astral nervous system, the the pranas, the subpranas the uh, uh, Nadis the sub-nadis, the chakras uh, the grantis the Marmas all these that that's this is a skeleton this is actually our electric skeleton. our regular skeleton as you know see is, is one thing but we are electric skeleton our astral skeleton our electric our uh, energetic skeleton this is that it's saying that she is that her skeleton is made of electricity our skeleton is her electricity also one of in the chandi there's a beautiful scene. Uh, when she appears in the chendi, on, uh, uh, when Kali appears, one of her weapons she's holding this typical. She's holding a bell. She's holding a, a, tree, a spear. She's holding uh, a club. She's holding a, a sword. But then she's holding a strange skull-top staff. Right, and we've mentioned this before. One year when we we, we were at uh, mothers in Costa Mesa mm-hmm. next door, there was one of these Halloween shops. I mean, they they'll come up. They, they open for a couple months around Halloween. And I walked in there, I thought, well, check it out, because Halloween's always good, because for Kali devotees, you find things with skulls, you find little chocolate, you know, skeletons <laughs> off her It suits our, our, our aesthetic a little bit, you know. We go in there and, oh my God, we're like, look, a strange skull top staff. This big staff with the skull, you know, it's like, and I re- so we bought it for her, you know, we put it, you know, for, the, for Halloween, you know, we put <laughs> it, uh, and Halloween came, it was uh, around that time, that year of, um, of uh, 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 Navaratri. You know, Navaratri is around this time, this fall time, and as I was reading the story of Leela from the Chundi, where well, we mentioned Ma held in hers that her the staff fell down, so we were all like, ah, this, now she's 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 wielding her wheel. But also, what is that staff? Of course, it's a cool. It's cool, you know, for sure. <laughs> something out of Skeletor would hold or something you know, from, from our cartoons of our youth, right? It's cool. But what what is it? The the skull top staff is our is our spine. Right, we have a spine, we have a skull. Right, so she's this is one of her weapons. Right, she's mm-hmm. this is the thing. And in the uh, Kalaratri also this one, well, if you look at Kalaratri's weapon, actually it's the same thing. She holds a like a spine with the ribs. Right, one of her Kaladatiri, a very ancient name. One of the probably one of the most ancient names of Kali, actually. I may have mentioned before in the Mahabharata, uh, one of the earliest uh, 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 Puranic or uh, scriptural references to Kali as a, as a goddess is in Mahabharata. And within the same verse, the name Kala is there, right? To the very, the very ancient form. She holds a skeleton. With this is this is her weapon. You see, you glow inside on our window above the door. The the Navadurgas are there. She's holding, right. Uh, <coughs> so this is uh, uh, we'll see as body consciousness is removed, or the head is removed, or body consciousness, as the flesh, flesh consciousness, worldly consciousness is removed what's left what shines what what flashes for it so we're not going to spend too much time in these two names i want to get into the other names they'll, they'll give they'll give light on these first two names what's the ne- next name i think that's the next verse already or the same verse the same verse means like narasingha means man it means human right munda means head or, s- or uh not skull it means um Head. Yeah, severed head is a munda mala. is maz, you know, munda munda. munda She who wears. This is this is garlanded with. And next, in the next verse, we'll use the word mala, the first word of the first next verse, garland. But here, she who's wearing human human heads. And so that's a very that's one of the when when you think about Kali, when you think of Kali's iconography, one of the things that most hits most people. Nowadays, we don't even notice her her <laughs> skulls, right, Even, uh, but, uh, uh, but is her garland of heads or a garland of skulls, and, in, and both Hindu and Buddhist iconography uses this garland of skulls and heads, right, and so like all, all, all iconography has a language, if we don't know the language it seems like meaningless, if you look at a book and you don't, you know, somebody shows you a book you don't know the language, oh, it's meaningless, these foolish people are, are but if you know the language, all of a sudden the language, the words make sense. So, Similar with all the uh, symbols of of the deities, all the hand postures, all the weapons, they they have meaning if you know how to read them. <coughs> so in Buddhist iconography as well as Hindu iconography, you have I, you have either garlands of heads or garlands of skulls, and they have slightly different meaning, different meaning. Uh, the scarlands of heads in, in, in Hinduism you see them, but but in Buddhism they're very they're very technical. So they, they give in the in the in the and like the Tibetan art, uh, you, you, there's more detail. So you know what it's not only what's what's strung the heads, but also what they're strung on, and it's usually shown. So heads are usually it gets very ghastly, <laughs> but this is the nature of these names. Heads are are, are, are strung on entrails mm-hmm. in, in Buddhist iconography. Right and skulls are strung on hair of corpses. This is also very nice. <laughs> so in Kuk, in Nekali Morti, it's not so obvious, but this is in, they they flush it out more in, in the Buddhist iconography. So heads in, in Buddhism, the, the heads represent the the phenomenal, forms of the, form, the, the ph- phenomenal forms, material forms, right? And the entrails represent represent uh, the, uh, kind of the illusory nature. Right, so it's the uh, the world of phenomena strung upon the, the sutra of uh, of temporary illusionary nature, right? Skulls have a different meaning because in skulls everything so it's like emptiness. You see a skull, it's empty. There's nothing there, right? You see it was something, but it's now nothing. Right? It's a symbol of emptiness. Of course, that's a classic Buddhist idea of void or emptiness, right? And the hair of corpse is also is the end of concept, end of con- conceptual thinking, and also the anatman doctrine of the non-self right this is how the Tibetans have uh, uh, tantric uh, tantric buddhism uses these symbols right. <coughs> <coughs> so if if we think of skulls as we'll go more into skulls in the f- in, in the next verse name but usually think of skulls as as temporary uh, you know we all have skulls but only for a while Right there, and you know, and uh, uh, a sign of, t- of temporary ego, temporary form, temporary like that. But it's not just skulls. Skulls have one thing, but it's a skull mala on Ma, right? So, so when you see when you see Ma, you see her decorated with skulls. Actually, one of the names is Bushana. She's she's decorated with skulls, right? So it's not just you're, you're not meditating on skulls. You're meditating on Ma and skulls. So if you if you if you think of, of skulls in this Buddhist concept is that or uh, heads or. And skulls as emptiness or f- or, or, or the phenomenal existence—that's all temporary, right? What's behind? What's shiny? What, what's what? what who's wearing it? Something that's permanent, right? The eternal. So, if the skulls are seen as, as 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 symbols of death, often skulls and severed heads are symbols of good symbols of death. It's being worn by that which doesn't die. So, it's a temporal nature of uh, and, and the eternal. Uh, the, the eternal presence that shines through. And we mentioned last week that, that the, the problem with our Western thinking and Christian thinking is that when we think of, uh, of eternal, we think of forever, lasting a long time. Eternal life means living forever, right? But that's not what's meant in either Buddhism or, or Hinduism. E- eternity is independent of time, right? Time, time comes and goes, times are just breaks, but the eternity is always present. And the problem, and and a lot of these these the, the symbolism. I don't want to get too symbol. I mean, these are we're talking symbolism, but I don't like to get too symbolic. We talk about Ma. We think of Ma as not a symbol of reality, but the reality itself, right? But in the language of symbols, you have to know that that the image itself showing the temporal nature of creation, Ma, and we'll go into all her rupas as, as as the days go by, uh, uh, and the eternal reality that's being that's being revealed through these forms, right? So. She has, she has all the symbolism of, of, of birth and death, right? And I'm not going, but, you know, we really we think of Ma as having four arms, right? And the simple meaning, the simple definition, or simple interpretation, she has a uh, a sword and a severed head, and she has fearlessness and wound giving, bada and Obaya Mudra, right? So you can see, oh, this is birth and death, sickness and health and and, 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 and disease, is um, success and failure, you know, uh, uh, suffering and, and pleasure, and safety and danger, you know, all these world of duality. So you see, I mean, that's what we are, this is this world of duality, right? uh, But she's showing these two things. She's not a dual. She's the one that has her both hands showing. And actually this, the two-arm form, actually there's unlimited hands. We're only showing the top two and the top, within there, there's so many. It's every, every moment, every possible experience. This full spectrum, right? But she—even if you start thinking of the world of duality, or the world of the cycle of birth and death, or uh, change of time—but still, she is the one doing it. She's the one. She's permanent within the world of change. That's one of the meanings of the of the Namunda um, the Mala, or the Nirmunda Mala, the human the uh, uh, um, garland of heads. Also, in the Tantric uh, 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 scriptures, it says that her Mundamala is also her uh, Varna Mala. It's a, it's a, it's a um, Raksha it's, it's, a, it's a garland of letters, of alphabet letters, right? So, this is all the letters of 50 or 52 or 54, depends on how you pull it apart. Uh, uh, letters of the alphabet. Some texts say that she has eight heads. And sometimes in statues, you'll see if you buy a statue in, in the Kalimundir in the gift shop, sometimes you'll have a mala. Just usually eight heads are shown, and this is usually symbolic of the eight fetters of lust, anger, greed, jealousy, Kamu you loba, know, Those eight enemies. So that's also shown like that. Uh, but when she's shown as as having fifty, fifty, fifty-two, fifty-four letters, these are the letters of the alphabet. And the Sami Vivekan describes this. He says that if you say what, what is uh, the letter that the le- all the letters of the alphabet are just expressions of sound right? and expression of vibration and that one consciousness uh, when Shiva manifests and that universal consciousness begins to manifest it, va- it manifests with vibration in Tantra it's called spandha, pulse, with pulse an awareness within consciousness that awareness we call, if we were to give it a name as a Moody Blue song says, we call it om right, or om right, so it's that om is that first Pulsation was in the f- in the field of uh, of, uh, of non-dual awareness, non-dual consciousness. That that from that one sound, then differentiates differentiates into all sounds, and we'll go over the months into the differences between the vowels and the consonants and the main vowels and long v- short vowels and long vowels, aspirated vowels, non-aspirated vowels. Okay, each one has a very between a uh and e or i and u, We ta- you know, these the, are the three. There's lot. We'll go into that as, in, as names come up. But um, uh, but all the different consonants, all the different uh, letters are expressions of that one sound. That one sound differentiates into all possible sounds. The one vibrati- vibration differentiates into all vibrations. In a yantra, that one central dot goes, turns into a triangle. That triangle expands and interacts and pretty soon you have the 47 Triangles of the Sri Chakra into the 64 billion Triangles of the, of the Universal Chakra describe 64 billion. In case you're wondering how many Triangles there are in the Shri actual Triangles uh, in, in, in the Sri Chakra, 64 billion, into every imaginable thing. So that one consciousness manifests through sound, manifested through, represented through her garland of letters as every possible vibration. And you see from one sound you end up with primary vowels, and so the primary vowels then separated into, the, into, into consonants. To give to give shape and form to those vowels, uh, and then you end up with in Sanskrit, it's it's scientifically fed up, figured to about fifty four, fifty two, fifty four letters. From that those sounds, you can create every sound. From those letters, you can create every word. Everything that's ever been spoken, every month that's ever been chanted, every book that ever been written, right? Uh, every conversation that's ever been had has been with these sounds, these letters, right? So every possible manifestation of, of creation is from this one sound, differentiated how the one beca- it's, a, it's a symbol of how the one becomes many and the one becomes many seemingly the, the one becoming many becomes a world of duality seemingly these two sides of ma the left and right side right So this is uh, a simple uh, idea of her Shagini and then it says, what's the next Shiva right Shiva means good. <laughs> so it's also, it, it's uh, in the middle of all these kind of scary names of, of, of skeletons and severed heads, it, it reminding us, and we've seen that before, in the list of these names, this is, oh, but she's the lover of her devotees, or she's the doer of all, so here she's, a, she's she's 100% good. And we'll, we've talked about this name before, and this name will come up in other names, so we won't spend much time on this one. I want to uh, jump in, Malini, Malini Naramundali. So Malini again, she who is garlanded, right? Again, this is the cluster of names. This is about, not just anything. We put garlands on Mal, what's her garland, right? So there's something about this name Malini. When you have a garland, um, uh, a mala, there is no, i will taking mine off here. right? so let's say, you know, I have here, this is a rejection mala, right? But it's unending, right? So even like, you know, when you have a, if you start thinking like like each, each uh, bead could be, uh, is, is a life, is a body. Right? It's unending, birth and death, birth and death. But it's unending, there's something that Krishna says in the Gita, I'm like strings strung on a, I'm the string, like, like a, a pearl strung on a, on a thread, right? So in between each of these beads, there's something that holds it together. Right? So similarly, you see, we see all these different bodies, we see all our different births, or all different bodies, all these different births. All these different forms, or are different forms, the changing forms and the multi, either all the changing forms or the multifarious forms of variety. There's something in between, there's something holding together. That's ma, right? That is uh, 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 sutratma, it's also called, the self behind everything, right? So it's the, uh, um, it's again, this is the the thing of this uh, time and time and form and the eternity and the form that's behind it, right? Nara Mundali. So here it says that she's. Uh, uh, Nara Mundali. M- Nara, mu- Nara means man again, human. And Mundali means uh, uh, s- uh, not skull, but severed head. So that's going to be. The, she wears sc- severed heads and skulls. She holds a severed head. That's one of her classic symbols in this hand, I think, in our deduction of form. And she's surrounded by skulls. She sits on five skulls, <laughs> right? Called Panchamundi Asan, right? Uh, um, so we have to think what does this mean so the simple meaning you think of and of course in the news also we have people being beheaded in the most gross way it seems to be the f- if you want to like make a dramatic something I mean it's a very it's not a subtle symbol a beheading is not a subtle symbol right you know an animal sacrifice, that cut off a bit of human sacrifice or a human you know it's a very you know the, what is it our Queen of Hearts and the Queen of uh, and, and uh, Alice in Wonderland off with their heads there's something very you can't get more frightening. It's like somebody was murdered, that's horrible. Somebody was beheaded. It's like it couldn't be even more more horrible, right? So it's it's a very powerful symbol, right? A severed head. You can't get more. You see a dead body, that's bad. You see some bones. You see a severed head. That's a very big thing. So the the, the common interpretation of Ma's severed head is that they say, oh, this is like the death of the ego, right? Uh, in but it also means death, not just the death of the ego, right? So, back to our thing, is how the One becomes many through vibration into the world of duality. So you have, when you see Ma's picture with, with all her, her blessings and boon giving and, and her weapons and, and, and her symbols of death, she's everything. She's birth, she's, she's the one who gives birth to the universe, she destroys the universe, right? Uh, she's, and uh, therefore it's a very bold view, you see, she's also, she's a creator, she's a destroyer, she's health, she's sickness, she's peace, she's war. She's happiness, she's misery. Uh, uh, it's very hard, usually in, in, in many religions, we, we s- separate that which is good in, as all you have, is all loving, all pure, all loving, all, all positive God, and everything bad is put into another character, the opposite of God, as if there's such a thing, called the devil usually, or some, some character like that, right? And, and that's a natural tendency, right? We have, a, we have the good and the bad, we, you know. But this view of Kali is a very bold um, uh, perspective. You see, everything is divine. Right? Uh, birth is divine, death is divine uh, everything is divine uh, and behind everything is the divine manifest in the divine so that's how the one becomes many but then these same symbols these same uh, uh, um, signs change for the devotee going back it's a good philo- as a philosopher we see how the one became many that's fine, we can see how, how she's become everything it's good to see that but here we are lost in the everything. How do we find the one again? Then all of a sudden, the the sword does not mean death. It means discrimination between the real and the unreal, right? The severed head does not mean death and, and destruction and, and and it means liberation of the ego, being going beyond body consciousness, the death of the ego like that. So this becomes not just a symbol of death, but for the devotee it's our goal. It's it's our head that we want her to hold. Just as a symbol, of, oh, she holds the skull. You know, that's that's showing that she's a, she's a. Holding the symbols of birth and death, but for a devotee, she's holding. We hope one of these days she's holding our skull, right? Or our, our head, right? And also, the, again, the cutting of the head is is a symbol of sacrifice, right? So that's, what we, and there's a term called unmata. Unmata means to unmind something, right? So this is so the the head represents all of our thinking, our the mind, brain, and the mind, you know. So, to, and we say we have to go beyond the mind. So, this is also a symbol of going, translating the mind, unmata shakti, the power of unminding, right? Right, and another way of saying that is the transcendence, transcendence of thought, right? But so, so, cutting off a head, from the bodies where you cut off the head, then you've gotten rid of thought, right? But usually we don't, that's if you're really body identified, we get rid of our head, it's like many of us, are, we're in our body, we don't, whatever the head thinking, we're not conscious of, we're not conscious of our head. Most people don't think through their heads, right? But a bigger problem is not our, of course our thinking is a big problem, but the spiritual life, they tell us, our, it's our, it's not our identification, it's a subtle identification with the mind and thoughts, that's a big problem. But the main problem, one of those thoughts, that like we're identified in the mind is the thought of the body right so by cutting the body from the head actually it's liberating not only from mind thinking but of body consciousness right? and worldly thinking the body those energies as being the, the uh, so it's interesting that that getting rid of our thoughts but what's the thought that's trouble the, the thought that's trouble is the thought of the body right? uh, 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 Deha Chinta cin- uh, 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 I think the Gita says it's the thought of uh, identification with the body and uh, the Tantras to say, that like, when the when the body and the head are separated, not really separated, but you know, body consciousness is separated, or uh, then something happens that, that then consciousness conscious which is attached to the body, because actually, you know, you, when you cut off the, the head, Ma doesn't sit there and hold the body; she holds the head, right? The head's more important, right? The, the head is a symbol of consciousness, the thinker, the thought, right? When when the body is gone, what happens? Then you have the infinite right the body is represents form so we liberate the body from the consciousness from form consciousness can spread to the infinite these are all given in the tantras uh, and so then go back to our vrajangi and our vraja what is it uh, uh, at the uh the yeah vraja kankali right uh, uh, when the body, the head is separated from the body symbolically. Now, I'm not going to cut off people's heads, but when the body is separated when the head is separated from the body, what happens? The real nature of the body comes forward, The the electrical current, you know, when Chinnamasta Chinna cuts off her own head in this in 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 that form, right? What happens? Like, the three the three uh, 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 the awakening of kundalini is so powerful that it that becomes like a strike of a lightning. Then the real nature, even the real nature of the body is shown, because. Our co- the its not our problem. Is not we're thinking of our of of of, of kundalini. That's not the problem. We're, our nervous—we're thinking of flesh. We're thinking of the the, the most gross, dense uh, uh, conception through the senses and the world and the body. When the body, when the head is liberated from that, then the body itself strikes. The electricity awakens. Kundalini flashes forward. Um, <coughs> becomes a pillar of light. It says in the scriptures. Last verse again. But then the question comes, and sometimes uh, I sometimes think, and people sometimes ask. My aunt one time also asked. She says I was trying to describe the symbolism of it. He says, "Yes, oh, represents this, and the heads represent this, and the but there's other ways to represent this." Right, you know the other deities also have different symbols that represent transcendence of the body, right, and the time and, t- and the eternity in time. Why such ghastly images? Why skulls? Why severed bodies? Why skeletons? Why blood? Right, you know, uh, uh, and when you we can we can understand things philosophically, right? We can understand the theory, right, and then we can oh, like, oh, yes, I get it? Yes, yes, I understand right but it's easy to put the theory away without really engaging it right Mm -hmm. right but this these symbols such an image can't be uh uh, avoided right it can't be put aside it 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 awakens something so like you see a severed head if you actually were to see one, even an image of one it's like it you you have to deal with it it's it it uh uh, uh, it communicates at a deep symbolism like this communicate at a much deeper level than just a philosophical understanding oh, we're not the body we have to transcend the body and then you know and then you know we can start think uh, the death and time and immortality and these are all uh, uh, and also if when we when we experience it, if we were to experience such a state uh, an unmata of unmindedness right when the mind is transcendent, the body is transcendent and, and and the flash of direct perception flashes forth right it's not philosophy Right? we're not philosophically thinking it's it's a direct immediate it's the only re- it's it's a very real uh, uh, thing and so, but, but so, that's fine but why such scary images right because it's scary right <laughs> right because such experience like it's described as death because it's death maybe not physical death right but if your whole of our whole world the structures we built upon it are our, our our whole relationship with ourselves and everything everything our dreams and aspirations and path when it's if that were in a second to be ripped apart, or burned up, you know, like uh, uh, it's not going to be a, it may be an ecstatic experience ultimately, but the process may be a little bit painful, <laughs> may be frightening at least, right? Uh, will be I wrote that will be frightening and physically painful, right? You see the yoga, and this is how I see this kind. Hmm? Profoundly ambiguous yes. Yes. One theologian. We, we we did a there was a show, a little tabloidy show called Strange Universe. Hmm. Many years ago, did a, a, a did a segment. A, a segment on Kali Mandir. Right. Hmm. We were a little nervous because you never can control Usha, as a, Usha being Usha knowing that world of journalism and different layers of jour <laughs> standards of journalism. She knows that if you give them a story, then they'll fall. You have to give them a story, or they make one up, mm-hmm. right? So she created a good. I mean, she created. Mm-hmm. She had dancers and singers. I mean, I mean, it was a great. So it was a. Be- they did a beautiful uh, story on it, but we all, all, we all, we all. It was. It came up on midnight on Ashtami, with a very big day. It, came, it appeared at midnight on Ashtami, the main day during Navarachi, right? Wow, right. And all of a sudden, we hear, and, and they're doing, it's beautiful, and the dancer, and singing, and mom, beautiful, Usha's talking, different devotees, remember this different devotees talking, then we hear an unknown voice. Kali is frightening. Kali is vicious. vicious. <laughs> like Horrible. going, Oh, no. <laughs> you know, we had no idea. Of course, this is, he's, uh, but, uh, 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 uh. uh. And then how, it, it how it all started. like, oh, no. Like, it didn't, what we were trying to do, it could create a good story. <laughs> we lost control, you know. Because it's a tableaux, they're trying to. It's, you want a dramatic. It was a good dramatic, and and then unknown Christian theologian talking. That's a great <laughs> person to ask him. <laughs> Luckily, it turned out really good, mm. right? That unknown Christian theologian then says. Then he goes back on. You see his face. His Kali is not bowing down to evil, right? He says. He says Kali Kali is bringing us back. What was the line? Kali brings us back to what we don't want to see. Yeah. The profoundly ambiguous nature of the sacred. Yeah. So this is. It's a great. You know. It's very great. We're like oh, that was like the best line of the of the whole show. Somewhere we have somewhere we have it. If you want to, if we, somewhere we have the DVD of it. Somewhere, uh, 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 yeah, we got. Uh, it was supposed to come one week, and then we were we were uh, we were bumped one week by Kenny the Human Shroud, which is a, a homeless guy who uh, who looked a little bit like the Shroud of Terran. Terran? Terran. looked like Jim. <laughs> so I was so like going wow. You know, we all got up getting ready one week, and anyway, the next week but uh uh yeah. Yeah. so it's uh, uh um so the thing is we know like S- Swami Sivananda one ta- in one of his many books he writes we know it's not if we can think about it we can understand eventually we in order if we want god we want to whatever god means melu- uh, enlightenment liberation supreme bhakti you know we're going to have to transcend sh- uh, the, the small things of the world we have to, we're gonna have to we're, at a certain level we're going to have to this whole world is going to disappear it has to right uh, our, 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 our use from this language the silly little dreams we have will break mm-hmm. eventually sooner or later it's going to have to happen right we know it's going to happen if we want that higher thing the, the, it will be the, the, everything else will be swallowed in that experience right but we don't want it to happen Right, we want God. We want to. Get, we don't want to. You know, we don't. Uh, that great line in in Saint Augustine's Confessions right? he, he, during his conversion, he was a playboy. Saint Augustine was Augustine, or Augustine was a very, was a playboy, and so he realized he was being called to monastic life and to spirituality and like that. And he's going, Lord, you know, it's like, uh, grant me chastity. Right, he knew his, but not yet. <laughs> that was <his> <laughs> right, it was a great symbol because uh, you can see it's like we all know we, there's going to be some. Some giving up, some some. Uh, if you're going to be reborn, you're going to die before you're reborn. You don't get re- you're not born until you die, right? So whatever rebirth means, a spiritual birth, it's going to be something transcended, something given up, something cut away. Depends on what it is, right? Either given up or something taken away, right? One of the two, right? But it doesn't mean we want it to happen. We know it has to happen, but it's not. We're not. We don't want it to happen. It's going to be a little painful, right? Uh, 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 uh. So we don't want it to happen, even if we know it has to happen. That's the thing. We know it has to happen. You know, we pray to Maul. You know, like Maul, please purify me. But you don't really want it. We want to. We want to be, be pure already. We want to be pure. We don't want to be purified. We want to be disciplined already, not disciplined. Right? <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> we want to already happen. The process is never pleasant. You know, like we want to grow up. We want to be grown up. We don't want to grow up. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? You know. Mm-hmm. We want to be mature. We don't want to mature. You know, these the process is not going to be is not uh, nice generally, right? Because it causes an entire reori- reorientation of our reality, right? But uh, the scriptures say also that the joy of transcending the body, which is symbolized by that severed head or the garland of heads, right? Uh, it's we should focus on the joy of transcending the body, not the pain of Losing it, right? You know, so the 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 joy of, of the larger joy of the eternal, the infinite. Uh, 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 we should focus on that. It's like, but but until we feel that, we get nervous, that we're going to lose lose what we have. You know, uh, uh. Is consciousness. Symbol of the severed head is consciousness, not limited to the body. Idea and the body also. Wha- we should we should look forward to the day when we transcend the body because the body is symbolic in, in in spiritual symbolism of a cage or a, or a tomb. You know we're trapped in this. You know we liberated. We're not. We're, we're, we want to be liberated from this. Uh, so the idea of of uh, uh, of uh, going beyond body consciousness can be frightening, right? Uh, and uh, but for a spiritual person, the fear of remaining in body consciousness—that is really frightening, right? That—that's the thing, right? That should be—that should be scary, right? Not th- the fear. Of course, we're a little scared of giving up body consciousness, but we should be really scared of staying again, a life after life, again and again, in body consciousness. I mentioned before, sitting here actually, that one time uh, with Kalipada, we went to we played hooky from the temple. Right, there was lots to do and I needed to get away, so I called him let's go eat lunch on, on, on Venice Beach. I need an earring, I got these earrings at that time. Mm-hmm. Right, so we walked on the beach and we ended up we went I found we found we walked along the Venice Beach and came out and all of a sudden we see this sannyasi who was standing there, right? An American old named Baba Nataraj. Right, very interesting personality. Old, old man, probably in his 80s or 90s, and very good health. Right, and we sat down. We, we did pranam. We sat down on a bench, and two, three hours, he gave satsang. <laughs> very, very nice, you know. And and one of the things you see, I remember, he says, says, says uh, nothing wrong with this world. We're here. I mean, our karmas our, our, We have duty. We have karmas, desire. That's what brought us to this world. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing really intrinsically wrong. Nothing wrong with, with the job and family and this and like that. But it's not why we came here. That was his point. He says that it's like we came here for a reason, and we forgot it. He says we came here to wake up. We came here to tran. We came. The human body is meant to transcend body consciousness. Maybe it's possible in other bodies, but it doesn't. At least from our perspective, it doesn't say an animal can't go beyond animal consciousness, body consciousness, right? Humans have a certain quality that they can tra- They can. It says only from the. There is examples. Of course, you ask, you ask animals, they say the humans can never transcend body content, only animals can do it, you know, each one from, from their perspective. <laughs> but uh, generally in the scripture it says we have many examples of animals attaining the highest liberation by the grace of a saint. Not on their own, you know, not on their own, uh, 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 because there, there's limitations in the nervous system and the karma that led to that body like this, right? But in the human body, there, not even the God's body is possible. It says only in the human body is, mm. is, is, is liberation or transcendence uh, even possible. uh so uh so he says that that the, the reason we came here is to wake up and we do everything except wake up right he says you can see when we first when we were first born you see if you've seen a little child born some children have especially divine karmas and they, they keep it for a long time but almost every child you look you could see, see they're kind of remembering why they're here right and then either way he described he pulled out something and he said somebody jingles something in front of his face Right, and they forget. You know, with some toy, some guy that, that brings us into the external world. You see in their eyes and all of a sudden, oh I forgot. Right? And then you spend your whole life not waking up. Right. And so that's that's scary. The reason we are born in human body to miss that. Right? Could we have there's obviously we're having b there's certain karmas that bring into this body, we're fulfilling those karmas and duties, right? Uh, some desires brought us here, some karmas i here. We're doing that, we're doing and experiencing those things. But that's not the, re- that's not the, uh, it may be one of the causes, it's not the reason. It may be the cause of the human birth, but not the reason of the human birth, right? Right, so to, to, to be, uh, to, remain, to remain in body consciousness and, and stuck in time, uh, time and, and the world of birth and death, that is more scary. I quote, I remember, I was thinking, I have to look this up, uh, some, uh, David Frawley in one of his writings on Chinnamasta. he has a very nice uh, point, I wanted to read this. Says we are all trapped in the dense realm of physical matter, limited to the windows of the senses for whatever restricted and often misleading information we get. Right, so even we're struck in matter and then our whole world is from the senses. The senses are limited. Right? Restricted, limited, and we're not seeing we 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 see only a fraction. Matter itself is a fraction of reality, and we see so the sense is a fraction of that, guaranteed distorted. Right. So it's like the world we live in is not is is, is barely the real world. Mm. Our real world that we're so attached to is barely the real world, right? Right. We only experience that portion of the infinite light of reality which can be refracted and distorted through the narrow openings of the senses. Right? The pleasure that the body can bring us is much less than the pain, sorrow and disease that it brings us. And we are condemned to repeated birth and death until we work our way out of this body cocoon. Right. So that's symbolized by the bo- b- and, and then Devi comes with, with a slice of her sword and the holding of her animal sacrifice or human sacrifice, or severed head there becomes liberation from this body consciousness. Right? Scary, maybe painful, right? And we all know we see Ma, and all of us have experienced it. Oh, Ma, so beautiful! Like, and we know Ma that she's our protector, that sword is to protect us, and it's symbolic of. of World, birth, of the, and it's 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 a uh, 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 um, uh, 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 discrimination between between the unream. All that is good. We all know that when she looks at you, she <laughs> that sword. She's if w- if we really we want to be we want to be liberated. We want to be cleaned. We want to be purified. We want to be uh, 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 skinned, right? <laughs> right to, to a pure uh, uh, skeleton of of a. Of, 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 uh, of, uh, uh, diamond or uh, uh, lightning you know we want the, the real the real the reality to shine forth right what name is that that is Malini <laughs> okay. no not a moon uh, not, uh, then what's the next name because I have it I have my notes here Galat Rudhira Bushina okay Galat means neck, right? Throat or neck, right? Rudhira, Ru- rudhira means red or blood, the color of blood means blood, right? And bushana, bushana means decorated, right? Somebody whose uh, uh, her decoration, she's wearing her garments or her her, uh, her jewels and gems, her decoration, her jewelry, is uh, 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 blood her neck is decorated like this right now this could be because these this this mantra these names can be different names or they can all be describing one thing that severed head is also has blood on its neck right so it's okay it's describing the head or it's describing Devi who's has garland if you imagine she had actually there one of the Dhyan mantra says she had garland of heads dripping blood so it's a similar you can see that so either it's a description of the heads or of her necklace around her throat also dripping blood right and so, now we have, we have severed head imagery, you have, now you have blood imagery, right? And, and, uh, 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 and you see Kali Mandir, you look at what, what's the main, we have a little lot of red. There's red cloth, red flags, red, uh, uh, red curtains, red, um, uh, the uh, sindur, is the, the god is covered in red. During puja we give you red, you know, red, 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 you to think of the paper on, <laughs> on this color of red, right? Uh, uh, on the color red and white, right? And, and so, it's a color of life and prana. Right, the color of blood. Right, blood is full of of, of uh, vitality. It's a great color, and so that's why in ancient times in Bengal tradition they do the blood sacrifice to the goddess. Right, it's a symbol of life. Right, we do in Sutrika. That doesn't seem to be an appropriate. Uh, seem, I don't think it will help us overcome our body consciousness and, and body awareness to sacrifice animals. Right, it's not, not our. Uh, uh, but you see, rather than blood, we have the symbols. We now take it as symbolic. We have red color, red powders, red liquids. Alta, we use all these type of uh, uh, things: red handkerchief, red saris, right, red waving cloths. Uh, um, but that that, that uh, rakta is here uh, rudhira. Uh, red color is, is vitality and life, you know. Uh, uh, and also, when you cut the head off something, right, that's what happens. Sorry to get too graphic, but it, there's blood, <laughs> right? It releases prana, right? It it it, it like. You know, and that prana, unity is a symbol of death, but it's actually not the symbol of it. blood. Is a symbol. of We think, oh, blood, we see something bloody. Oh, it's 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 sick and dying. It's like you know, the horror. If some if some if somebody's blood on you're gonna die. You're losing blood, but losing blood is a means death because lo- blood means life. Blood is not the symbol of death. It's the symbol of life, mm-hmm. right? So a bloody something is not life. Is, is uh, you're losing life. It's a symbol of life. 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 Life itself, right? Um... And so, when Chinnamasa cuts off her own head, in the story, the, one of the, the uh, Puranic stories of why she does that, the, her two, I forget the, uh, uh, the name of her, uh, they're different, they're not Jai Vijay, it's like um, Bajrini and something, I forget the two, her two attendants, right? Uh, um, they, they come to her and says, we're hung- Ma, we're hungry. He says, no, I haven't cooked anything. No, no, we're hungry, we're hungry. Give us food, give us food, right? And she didn't have any food. Right, so she said she cut off her own head, and from from the, from the two uh, streams of blood came, and she began to feed them. And then she, from her own head, she drank her own blood. Very uh, dramatic symbol, right? Right, but it, but so the the Puranic story of Chinnamasta is not about that. It's about her motherly nature to feed. Right, blood is that of feeding, uh, feeding the deity, feeding feeding her children, feeding awareness, feeding, you know, the uh, 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 nourishment, right? Raktachanda, Asitangi. What asitang, or asitaṅgi? Asitaṅgi What is it? Asiktaṅgi Asiktaṅgi Thank you Asiktaṅgi Right. Asitaṅgi Ashita. Asitaṅgi is to sprinkle Right? Right? Rakt, uh, 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 rakta uh, means uh, Rakta means red or again the name for blood but it means blood red Chanda means sandalwood paste so you see, there's there's uh, red sand, there's white sandal paste and red sandalwood paste, right? So her limbs, she's covered with red sandalwood paste. That's a simple, thing, right? Rakta chanda, but it's another name for red sandal is Lalchand. right? I have, we, have, we know when we know when Sadhu's name is Lalchand, right? Uh, here at uh, 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 here in Tribuco, the Swami there, his pre, now I think I don't remember his his sannyas name, but he's known as Lalchand Maharaj. Right, uh, because so. and why? Laltran, Laltran, because red sandalwood. We we grind white sandalwood and red sandalwood for puja, and the, everybody gets offered white sandalwood paste. But only kali gets offered red sandalwood paste. So it's not just like oh, like we should be sandal paste offered. No, it's only I want to be red it only can be offered to Ma Right, like there's star, there's some, some songs of saw that I want to be uh, hibiscus flower, right? Because other flowers can be offered to other deities, but hibiscus flower, a red hibiscus, can only be offered to kali. So it's like I, just, I only, this is a f- uh, sign of like a, 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 a Nishtha, focus on this deity. So a red, red sandalwood pacer. But here Chandan, it's red because it tells you why is it red. What is it symbolic of? It's symbol- Once again, we're not, we're not offering, we're not smearing, we're not sprinkling. I mean, there's deities where people sprinkle blood on Kali, right? That We don't do that. We sprinkle red sandalwood paste on Kali. But the same meaning is there, right? The sattvika form but even not sattvical form, actually in some traditions actually that uh, um, uh, uh, red, red sandalwood paste is considered um, uh, rajasic, right, white sandalwood paste is considered sattvic, red sandalwood paste is considered uh, rajasic, and bashmo, ash is considered tamasic right, because these also fit the deities also, right, you have Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva right, and they're shaktis, so it works like this in the same way, but um, Shiva has ash you know, that's the masik destruction like that. Raktachanda, uh, Ashiktangi, right? But also, so it's so uh, uh, instead of, uh, of, of um, uh, we use sandu- red sandwich paste instead of blood, or we use sundur or kumkum, this vermilion instead of blood. A symbolic of blood, because even blood is symbolic of something, you know, it's it's not actual blood. Even blood is a symbol, and these other are are substitute symbols for the symbol of blood. That prana, shakti, power. Uh, um, But also, rakta chanda is, for her, another meaning of it is that her chandan is blood. Right, you know, it's it's another, like, chandan is considered cooling, it's a purifying, fragrant, right, Uh, uh uh materially there's nothing more beautiful nothing more costly nothing more valuable really than, than sandalwood right but that essence that wonderful is 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 that's shakti our uh, blood Sindura aruna sindhu aruna mashtaka so here Sindura sindhura so here one is is red, chan, red sandalwood paste Raktachanda. here is Sindura. Aruna Aruna also means red It means The color of the sun Name for the sun Right So red like the sun Sindura Sindu means kumkum kum. Or uh, Sindura and kumkum kum, they're, they're just different stages Of refinement Right So she who wears Kumkum kum on her head That's what I mean? So again So she who Whose body is sprinkled With sandalwood paste, red sandalwood paste She who, is, who, who wears Red sand- Again This red is a symbol Of shakti The red is a symbol Of blood And the rumble Of rajas of, of prana Of prana and so this refers to actually this um uh, uh, mastika is the tradition of wearing uh, a married woman would put sindur as part of uh, cause we people can wear sindur as prashad on the third eye like that, but there's a tradition in a married woman at time of a uh, wedding uh, uh, red is put into the part of the hair right and it refers to it like that, but also it means that she's this this gory this this form the trans you know who's who's light who's Skeleton is lightning and uh, lightning bolts, her limbs, are like light, light, lightning. She's decorated with with uh, um, uh, garlands of heads and skulls. She holds a skull, right? Uh, uh, uh. She's also, but she's a married woman, right? She's in a very auspicious state. She's in that a uh, uh, married. Of course, who's her husband? Is another normal character, the Lord Chiva himself, and um, uh, uh, and and actually, the there's many reasons, and some of them. Uh, very sim- th- th- This tradition of, of, of putting kumkumunt at, at, the, at the part of the hair There is um, uh, Harappan civilization, this earliest almost pre-Vedic civilization There is through the discoveries that was done at that time also So it's a very old tradition Goes back, you can even say, if, if you consider Harappan, the Harappa re- civilization An early Vedic civilization, it's in the earliest part of the Vedas If you consider it a pre-Vedic civilization, it's pre-Vedas it right, goes back, it depends on how you interpret this, this, this historical detail, right? But it's there, right? And it's throughout the Puranas, you know, Sat, uh, 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 Parvati uh, puts it on, uh, uh, Sita puts it on. So it's in throughout all very ancient stories. Even Hanuman's covered in it, right? The story goes that uh, uh, Hanuman saw Sita putting kumkum on her head and said, Why are you doing it? Oh, it's out of my devotion to uh, Ram, right? It's for his long life. Right, so Hanuman, you know, Hanuman has exuberant devotion, right? So he's taking the smeared all over <laughs> his body, right? <laughs> Not thinking it's for a married woman, you know. But <laughs> so that's why we have this kumkum kum Hanuman covered in kumkum, kum, right? It's exuberant devotion to 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 uh, his if part if, if 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 Sita can do a little, I have so much devotion. I really want him to be safe, you know. <laughs> so he covers himself. Uh, um, so it's it's a very ancient tradition, and there's I mean there's social. This is actually a very controversial tradition. <laughs> There's whole sociological uh, studies have been done, um, and then gets into gendered issues, and to possession and this, and why married women, and not married women, and 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 when, and then uh, uh, married status. It gets. I, I'm not qual. I, I haven't done enough research, and also not, I'm not qualified or interested in that perspective. But it's very, it's very, it definitely has been. It's it's something that has been discussed by scholars, by uh, various uh, uh, persuasions, and a lot of. Uh, stupid stuff online on it too if you want to look <laughs> it up <laughs> right, right. and also there's uh, uh, there's references also in, in 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 less known tantric texts that are a little on the edgy a little bit in the left hand uh, left hand kind of tradition that gives their own interpretation that this also this split of hair represents the the river of life itself right and the kumku represents blood which is life Right, So it's, it's, it's a river of life, and it has to do with menstruation, and it's like that. Some people say, "Oh, this is complete rubbish. this interpretation is complete rubbish." Others say, no, so you can say it like that because it, due to the puritanical nature of Hinduism in the last 110 years.? If right? you go ancient times, it could have been the way it was understood, the symbolism was there. There's references. But the references, that interpretation is in texts that are very much aimed at interpreting everything this way. And other people are—we never interpret anything this way, so it's, it's hard to hard to interpret. But the idea that it's that she's uh, 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 that it's uh, um, considered uh, uh, fertile and 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 uh, life-affirming and, and like this. Uh, see what time is it now? Six, or six. Six fifteen. <laughs> hmm. There's also between here and here, of course, you we, we go inside, take some kumkum kum or some bashma, and you put it on your on Agna the chakra that has something. And nowadays, people, you know, now instead of putting auspicious things, they put a chemical powder, <laughs> right? Or a little or a sticker. <laughs> That's a common thing, you know. <laughs> you see, we, we sell them even in the gift shop, Little little sticker. Sometimes it's a little felt sticker with a plastic design on it. So you can't get more. Inauspicious <laughs> <laughs> for an auspicious <laughs> symbol than something, than something originally was either uh, sandalwood or red sandalwood or kumkum kum or turmeric or bashma or uh, uh, mud from, uh, from a holy river or you know, all these auspicious things, that, in su- auspicious ways that you because there's uh, these places, there's like the Agna Chakra is not here, the Agna Chakra is in the center of the head. Right, But there's a. a, a, there's a um, this is called the Chetra. The this is the, the field in which the, the chakras, of course, are in the spine, or in, uh, close to the spine. And Agna Chakra is in the center of the head. But there's a nadi that goes from the back, from the chakra in the spine toward the front of the body. Right? To, the, to here, to here, to here, to here. Right? That's why when you say, oh, like, I feel, I feel it in my heart. You can't like. I feel it in my. You know. <laughs> I feel. I love you in, in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because this is where the heart chakra is, right? Not here, right? But there's a nadi that goes. The, the 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 shakti of the of that chakra goes out, right? Externally and in, in projected into the world. So that's why there, the the, ch- the the chetras of the chakras, chakra chetra, if that makes sense. Are in the front of the. We've talked about the other. These are in the front of the body, right? So there's. So that's why putting something here actually can affect. You, you can't put your finger in. I mean, some people, some people can put their tongue in and and stimulate that, through through certain mudras, right? But most people just you know you put put something, you know, or the guru touches you, zaps to you, or even the priest will give you a blessing, on the on, on the forehead. There's something about the forehead you can see, and between here and here there's many chakras, right? And was appropriate there's Agna chakra, there's Chand, uh, 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 Bindu chakra, there's Soma chakra, there's um, what's the other one? Uh, uh, um, uh, Kameshura Chakra, Kameshuri Chakra There's so many centers, right? So even and you see actually, some most a lot of the markings, even even s- nowadays people just put a little bit of red on that. But during the wedding, they actually sometimes put in some places different parts of India are different. It's not universally applied, right? And uh, but some will will put or, or or tilak markings all the way up, or Shakti will put red marking. You know the, the markings of a kali are usually a red mark all the way up. Right, you know, it's 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 hitting all. There's there's something. It's believed by yogis that it's something to do with all these chakras. You know, a people say all oh, this. This is the later interpretation of a of a, of a backwards uh, a thing that's not in the scriptures and it's being used to control people. You know, we can interpret how you uh, uh, want to pull this apart. But yogis say that there's something to it. That's why you go to the temple. You immediately you have these offered holy things, kumkum or bashma or chandan. And, you know, it's a way of taking. You, you sip the water, and you take you, you take these blessings, and they stimulate and cool and affect uh, kind of the higher child. Most people are the problem is most of us aren't that sensitive, and therefore these things become symbolic or decorative or sectarian, right? Rather than transformative, right? If you're very sensitive and you're nosotic then a little thing like that can make a huge difference, you know. So traditional culture, these things were were uh, passed on culturally. With, with or without knowledge, but they still the effect is must still be there. So before going to uh, my my last week was, we'll see, and I'm going to try to do it rather than just try to finish all the verses I want to do and never finishing in time and never getting to stick is to is to go through a few a few names for a certain amount of time, and then have uh, if any questions <laughs> so we don't go off and go too long. So this is my first attempt. I'm only 10 minutes over my culpa. My sunk I failed already my sankalpa, But <laughs> I'm not good at controlling my tongue. Mm. But any questions or comments or everybody already wants to lose their head. Hmm? This is interesting. The, the mm. movement mm. of image mm. from that diamond lightning mm-hmm. to the blood and mm. the yes 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 very yes. interesting trajectory. Yes. The names. <laughs> Anything else? It mean, is like, like you're saying. Mm. You're it could be another symbol, but mm. it is. It is like, like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that the idea, and it especially comes in the names. If, if like, there's a Kali Sasarama, but there's also a, a Chinnamasta Sasarama, right? That's. Has very outrageous names <laughs> we're thinking if we do uh, we do lit cinema uh, will we won't we won't get many people to come after a few yeah. weeks <laughs> we scare most people away the names are pretty outrageous right because because these you can know, her form is so uh, so transformative you know but um, uh, uh, but that the, the, that video Chakti comes again and again and again in her name right she is a light she is a light in the perception she she explodes. She, I mean, li- when Kundalini, she literally knocks your head off, right? She blows your. Uh, uh, actually, even there's um, uh, uh, it's actually even something that happens. Yogis say there's something that literally happens, right? Uh, Chinamasta is not just a symbol. It's also it 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 uh, it, uh, uh um, it has within it an a, something an actual yogic state. There was uh, one great disciple, probably the great one of the great. Actually, he's one of the great sages of the age, but he was a disciple, of one of the really great sages of the age, uh, a disciple of, of Ramana Maharshi, Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi. And uh, uh, actually, the person who gave Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi his name is uh, uh, Ganapati Muni. Right? He was a great uh, Devi Upasak, a great worshiper of the Devi, and a great Tapasvi. He was a rishi in his own right. He was a great Tapasi. He uh, um, he mastered the Vedas. He had practiced every form of tantra. He has done th- um, millions of mantra japa and anustanas. Before he met Ramana Maharshi, he had he had chanted Om Namah Shivaya already one million times, in, in, a, in a, like, like extreme austerity, right? And a brilliant, uh, n- s- Sanskrit scholar and like that. And he was a great worshipper. Uh, uh, he had a, 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 a text on the. Uh, Uh, Not Uma Sasthana, but something like that. His deity was Uma, right? Uh, Goddess Uma, but he especially was a devotee of Chinnamasta, right? And I'm not sure if he was a devotee of Chinnamasta because that was his chosen deity. It's not the normal chosen deity. Oh, I I especially feel so much love and devotion to (laughs) Chinnamasta, right? I think it was because he he was a devotee of Uma, but uh, parvati, but. He had an experience. He had the Chinnamasta awakening experience, right? And therefore when he wrote about her, he wrote in a very deep place. The verses that he, in, within a thousand verses, a thousand verses on Goddess Uma, uh, the verses on Chinnamasta are like mind, literally mind-blowing, <laughs> she represents mind-blowingness, yeah. right? right? But something happened when, when, when he had that kundalini awakening, he literally heard a in his skull, Right. And we have the top of the head where three where the three points of our skull merge, you know, the the last thing to heal when a child's born, the little soft spot, you know, where the Sika is, where uh, Brahmins will have that little tuft of hair also. That's considered the top of the head. This isn't the top of the head. This is the top of the head. Mm-hmm. The bottom of the head is your left big toe, the top of the head is back here. Right, that's how the, the, the how the body is figured out in yoga. Right? And he felt this, the fissures so much pressure, so much prana was coming out that it actually like cracked. He cracked his own skull. Didn't open, didn't bleed like that. But people say, if we were to believe it, that people would see almost like white mist coming away from the top of his head. Hmm. This is why people t- tuft of hair. There's all kinds of stuff to protect that spot. And then also, like we have, there's traditional things like like putting kumkum. right? People do it out of tradition. They don't know why they're doing it, right? right? Like, for instance, Saudis, you wouldn't choose. Right, but it's a- after when this happened, he couldn't touch the ground anymore. It hurt. So he had to wear wooden shoes. Right, we wear shooting because we we're supposed to, but we don't know why we we don't have to anymore because we haven't had this experience. You know, right? It, and you see, wood is is a um, uh, insulator from electricity. You know, it's like so something. He had like a lightning. He had a lightning bolt inside of him at all times. You know, it's like <laughs> you see pictures of him at the end. He's like, <laughs> you barely hold. <laughs> you can. He had some type of thing. You know, some incredible thing right he so the uh, 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 literally you, i mean you you uh, uh, and then he says that when that happens you tr- you transcend thought and then he has verses like you know without hands she touches everything without a face she eats without you know she starts describing things as this unmata this unminded you know beyond the mind beyond the body not talking sense but but, but you can see it's a mystical language that that, that reveals that really quite something <coughs> um. Videos, shakti Anything else? Oh, interesting. My brain's a little bit jumbled today, so I my organis- my the part of my brain that runs off off of my intern my internal uh, 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 what is it? Uh, 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 let me take notes. Uh, outline. <laughs> <laughs> it's not there at all, it's Kichri today, but one of, it was one of those, it started out a Kichri day, a mentally Kichri day today. So we have never quite put it all back together, but it's still very interesting to think of these names. And the next names are also very, very, very nice. So, uh, 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 Kali Sasanamo. So you, you think of these names, none of these names are conclusive, it they just, just gives you... Actually, uh, many years ago, when I first started learning about sasranama, start chanting sasranamas, we started of course, the most one of the most famous is Lalita Sasranama, and Sargam uh, from Berkeley, uh, she is a great devotee of Lalita Tipurusundri and she encouraged, and she said actually that if you chant, but she chants it every day at that time, maybe now, I don't know now. In retirement, I'm not sure she's doing as much. But she was. She said, "If you chant every day, every time you ch- every, every morning, what I was doing. Every morning you do it, every evening you do it. You know, some Sasanama, Every day a different name will jump out at you. Right? That's an interesting thing. You chant the same names every day, but s- certain days, certain certain name will just every day it's a different name. Even if you chant a thousand, one name will usually one or two names will like jump out. That's how it's And so that's a benefit of studying and thinking about and contemplating each each one of these names." that becomes uh, um, uh, a pool of meditational content you know mm. that as you chant you know now i hear like right now this we're listening we're in the background kali sasanam it's on most of the time nowadays cuz i want to think about this on but also you see like, oh that name and you know and, and so many in connections and connections and and references come together right uh, but also it's these thousand names, or thousand, thousands of thousands of names. There's a thousand sasarnamas. these a thousand names, right? They're all about the one being, right? right? That's an important thing, right? And the one who we mentioned from last uh, week, Padme the one who who has unlimited names for us to think about. Each name is some aspect of him or her, but who can't be spoken, who can't be comprehended, who can't be held in the mind, right? Uh, can't be named but yet can be named that's the amazing thing that the beauty about it, not only a thousand names we don't need a thousand names I remember many years ago Nandu said he was teaching somebody So oh, many mantras good one is better right <laughs> many mantras good no very good many mantras very very good one is better right a very good point because th- that's the power our Guruji said the power of, of God's name is, is very unique is that that the entire mysterious being that can't be named, that can't be understood, that we can't know. We can know something, but we, to say we know something of God's nature is to say we know nothing of God's nature. We we know one thing, we know that God's infinitely more than that, so we we, we mentioned that we're stating our ignorance, not our knowledge of God. Any statement about God is talking about your ignorance of God. right? But God's name is unique, is that it, it's a seed that encapsulates the whole thing. And the way our Guruji said that if you take uh, um, like a, a seed of a, of a banyan, like a classic example that's given in scriptures is that of a banyan seed. A banyan seed is like a mustard seed, tiny little thing, and a banyan tree is huge. Right? You take a banyan seed and you plant it, you get a... Within that banyan seed is the entirety of that tree, right? Everything about that tree is there, and, and, and within that seed is not only the tree, is every, is a thousand, millions of seeds that that tree will produce and the millions of trees that can grow from that seed and the millions of seeds that that tree will produce so even when you say, oh I, I know that tree I know that seed, you, it, you, it's impossible but all that's within the seed right, that's an amazing thing, so if you can hold the seed you actually hold, if you can hold that seed in your mind you're holding an infinite potential, infinite you've fallen the little you know and the infinite you don't know it, within, if you, if you say God's name, any name right, one name, that's the amazing thing and so many years ago, I remember, Prakash isn't here today, but he was my guinea pig. I said, so if I want to think of Prakash, right? To the Justin, you might use I want to think of just, I like to think of Justin. He's a wonderful. It's a very good topic of meditation. If you if you all know him, you should get to know him to be purify your life by thinking about it, right? <laughs> so if like, we want to think about him, we think, okay, let's okay, let's let's all med- go to practice meditation on Justin. <laughs> We're gonna let's all meditate on Justin. What do you do? So you start thinking. Like, I'm gonna contemplate. you like, well, you know, I know how you, your personality, your your history, what you what you like. What you like to eat? What you like to sing? What you, how you dress? Your haircut? Your, 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 you know, our relationship? Your relationship with him? Are you know? Pretty soon, I can sit there and I can make an, like for, for hours. I could, I can move along, contemplating your nature, right? But still, most of you I don't know. I'm only describing a fraction, right? But if I simply say your name, right? All all the, all the stuff that I know about you is in my mind, as well as everything I don't know about you. Still said. It encapsulates a whole thing, the known, and even more so the unknown. So you can hold the unknown by one name, and within that, way, the fact is that one name, Kali, has been divided into a thousand names, and this is not an exhaustive list, right? Each one of these names has a thousand names attached to it. You know that's the thing. It's not, it's, it shows you it's exa- that seed is a million seeds, but you can hold one seed, you hold the whole thing, and that's the only way to hold the whole thing right that's a that you so and therefore and to, to argue the way we Gar- 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 said it uh, um that that how do we think of god like he says that if you he used the example a seed is a nice example because what a seed works if you plant it right it's all there but you don't get a tree out of it you know within that seed is everything but it doesn't work unless you plant it you plant it then maybe you get something you you see what comes out of it right so he said that you plant a seed uh you reap a, a, a harvest right So, so, and we've maybe heard this before, but you plant a thought, you reap a deed. Our thoughts become our deeds. uh, You reap a deed, you reap. You sow a deed, you reap a habit, right? Because a combination of our deeds become our habits, right? You sow a habit, you reap a destiny, right? So, therefore, we used to say that thought is all important, right? Therefore, think only divine thoughts. Right, but so that's good because it's like th- think only of Justin. That's a divine thought. Or think of God. I think you know, I could think we can think name by name all these beautiful divine thoughts of, of the divine mother or beautiful divine thoughts of Vishnu or Krishna or Shiva or Radha Any any list of names, of qualities, and and we have unlimited scripture. There's a, you can do it forever, right? There's no end if you want to study any deity, right? You, you, there's unlimited literature. The Puranas. You can spend your whole life studying the Puranas, just just the Puranas, with the speakers of the Upanishads and Tantras and and, and, and all these type of things, right? Unlimited content, right? But the idea of planting a seed is more powerful, right? And so that the infinite God in seed form is God's name, right? Rather than all those thoughts, which are all good, they're all there in the seed. All those thoughts are good, but one thought's better. To, to go back to that, right? You plant that again and again. And then you're planting that infinite potential, all that power, all that knowledge, all that non-knowledge, what we do what we, don't, what we know and don't know, what we understand what we don't understand, we plant that again and again, that will tre- a tremendous effect happen. Then we completely, then by planting that God-thought, that infinite God in a, in, a, in a seed form creates, grows into a plant, into a habit, into a destiny. So this is the, the importance of japa, meditation, kirtan, is, is repeated the planting of God-thought. All thoughts of God are purifying, and illuminating and help our understanding. But God's name is the, the core, the core, core, core thing. Bija. Rakta bija. tat sat. All right. Let's